worried about this. Go steal a Starbucks. I'm just wondering. Hey everyone, welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And we're your best friends on the internet. This week's episode is dedicated to discussing our favorite hair tools for both long and short hair. Outside of the podcast, you can find us in all of the places, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We are at Megan and Wendy. You can always email us at Wendy at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support us, you can join our Patreon, where for just $5 a month, you can receive exclusive bonus episodes. There is a new episode out right now, available on Patreon, published this week. Go give it a listen. You won't get that content anywhere else. And... Just a little bit of housekeeping. We used to air these episodes on Tuesdays. Now new long story short episodes come out on Thursdays. And if your Tuesday podcast feed is lacking, don't forget that we have a second podcast called Girls Gone Hallmark, where we shocker review Hallmark original (laughs) movies and series. We have new episodes every Tuesday and often on Wednesdays, too, as we are recapping The Way Home new series over there. So give those a listen. I have some follow up. I'm afraid. You shouldn't be. Don't okay. worry. If you listened to last week's episode, Wendy was bemoaning the fact that she had received a prescription for her first pair of progressive lenses. I think I was upsold, but okay, go ahead. And even thinking back on that conversation, you felt like it, ma- it made you feel old. Yes. Okay. Well, look. Even now, I'm like, but you can see. Like, if you need glasses, you can see. Like, I wear glasses to read. I wear glasses to drive at night. Wear the glasses you need to be able to see. Worry about them. No, I know. Anyway. It's just a little shock to the system. That is all. I hear you. So we had two listeners write into us. Listener Michelle says, I've had progressives for over five years now, and I love them. Nice. I even have progressive sunglasses. My eye doctor did say that readers are good when I'm reading books, so I don't have to find the sweet spot since the entire lens is the prescription as opposed to just the bottom. Right. So I like that. Okay. She's in a picture. She just got new ones. They're very cute. Awesome. And listener Jennifer also emailed saying, I love all caps, my progressive glasses. Last time I got my eyes checked, I got a pair of reading glasses, progressives for work and when watching TV and being on the phone at the same time, and progressive sunglasses. Mm. Maybe we need progressive sunglasses. Yeah, maybe. It got to the point where I couldn't read the map on my phone while driving, but can't drive with readers. Once you get used to them, I think you will love them. Oh, interesting. Okay. I will. So they are in at the office. I just have to go pick them up. So I will keep everybody. We'll follow up. Yes. Yes, yes. I have a Starbucks question for okay. you. Okay. I went into Starbucks this morning. It's like 8.45. Yeah. There's a ton of mobile orders just sitting there. Uh-huh. And I went in, grabbed mine. Like the baristas and the people that are working. Don't they, look. They don't look at all. I just said, thank you. And I walked out, right? How many people do you think just roll up to a Starbucks any day and walk in and just grab something? Oh, probably every day. Right? And... I don't know if you remember this. I was in an airport last summer and I, first of all, mobile ordering from Starbucks at an airport is my biggest hack. And I think people don't realize that you can do it. Yeah. But the Starbucks at an airport, the line is always so long. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're walking far from your gate. Anyway, check to see if the Starbucks has a mobile order. But I did that and I walked up and I looked and my drink wasn't there. And the barista making drinks, he goes, oh, are you Megan? And I said, yes. He goes, yeah, somebody just walked off with your drink. But he said, I think... 
he thought she had grabbed the wrong one. Mm-hmm. He goes, because I think that's her drink and she's going to be really disappointed because she ordered a mocha and yours was just a plain iced coffee. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I would imagine it happens all day, every no, day. No, not like not mistake. No, I think people are like, I'm just going to go grab a drink. But I don't think you could get away with it multiple times in the same location. Like if, if, they're, if they're noticing over and over and over that people are taking drinks, mm-hmm. then they're going to start paying attention. Would you ever go? Never, never. That would be your your answer. No, because first of all, I'm not a sociopath. Like I don't need to steal something just to see. But part of me kind of wants to just see if I could just go in there and grab something. There are some Starbucks where I go to where they have a person manning the mobile order. Mm -hmm. Like you walk up, they ask you for your name, they hand you your drink. It was like that at this particular Starbucks during COVID. I see. But there are other Starbucks where they're so busy, they don't have a person right. dedicated to that role. Um, I went into Starbucks this morning as well. And there, this Starbucks had a drive-thru. And I was I pulled in and I was in the drive-thru line, but didn't move for three minutes. And there was probably 20 cars in the line. And I just parked and went in because yeah. I thought it would be faster. Yeah. I'm not sure that it was. I don't think it's faster to go in when there's a drive-thru because I think they'd give priority to the drive-thru. Yeah. It did drinks. take a while yeah. to get the drink. Probably would have balanced out. Anyway, no, I wouldn't do it. If you're doing it, don't do that. I know, but there is part of me that wants to see if, it, if like, I could just get away with it. But it's stealing. I know. And I don't need to. I can clearly buy my own. Don't do that. I'm really worried about this. I'm going to go steal a Starbucks. I'm just wondering. Yes, and it happens all day long. I would love to know the behind the scenes. Like, I'm sure they have like X amount of dollars that they set aside for theft. You know For sure. I mean? It's totally built in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So my iced tea is $5. <laughs> I know. I have to tell you, speaking of loss being built in, I was in a um, a Walmart last week and mm-hmm. I was buying a bunch of things and I had a case of mini sodas mm-hmm. and I went to put it on the belt and it wasn't balanced correctly and it fell off onto oh, the no. floor and mm-hmm. like you hear like, Shh. Oh, no. and I was like, oh no, I'm so sorry. And there was a woman behind me. And I like picked it up and the man was like, here, hand it to me. I'm like, wait, it's going to leak. And so he, I, he's like, put it in a bag. So I put it in the bag. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'll pay for that. And the woman behind me was like, do you want to go get another one? I'm not in a hurry, which was very nice. Yeah. But of course I was like, no, 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 no. I'm good. But did you buy the busted case of soda? No. He was like, he goes, no, you don't have to do that. And the woman, she goes, that's like built in. They'll just write it off as totally. a loss. Um, but I, it, it was my fault. I did offer to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But Anyway, well, if you listen to last week's episode, you know, Wendy had the luxury of a weekend all alone. Yes, I did. I want to hear. We didn't talk about it because I wanted to save it. Well, I chose to be productive yes. over creative. Okay. And my body paid for it. Okay. Tell me what like, you did. Okay. Friday afternoon, I started all the laundry, went out and ran a few errands, like grocery store. Like I just needed a couple things. Yeah. And I will tell you that by the time like it got dark, I missed my family already. And yeah. I realized like, I don't, when I'm busy during the day, like it's, I'm, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But when I'm like home alone. Yeah. On the couch, you want to, you want a buddy. Yeah. So I like missed them sooner than I thought I would. <laughs> I feel like that too. I tell my husband, I like my chicks tucked into the nest at night. Mm-hmm. I, it was fine. And then I was like, oh man, I'm tired. I got to go get up in bed. It was like 8.15. <laughs> I was like, I'm such a loser, but I did get in bed and I watched my phone in bed that evening and fell asleep 
early and then I got up the next day. Like I didn't sleep in like totally. Yeah. I imagined to be sleeping until like 11. Nope. Seven o'clock. I was up and I just did my normal weekend thing. Like I have a cup of tea first in the morning and then like I took a shower and then I was like, boom, let's go. Like I was all hyped to like get stuff done. I fixed cabinet doors. Like I mm. took out a drill and mm. fixed the cabinet doors because they we have those like European hinges. You know when they're like off then like, oh, I had one like that for years. I had to watch on YouTube on how oh. to do it correctly, but I did it and I was so proud of myself. It did take me a little bit longer. I took the doors off and, oh, wow. on and then all this stuff. Anyway, cleaned out all these cabinets. I did send a picture to Megan at one point of my countertop because I had like the stuff of all the things like I pulled out of the cabinet and she said purge baby and I did nice I have so much like empty space in these cabinets now it's lovely that's good and I felt kind of bad getting rid of the stuff but I'm like I haven't used this platter in 10 years right why do I need it I don't need it yeah and sometimes it's hard to do that stuff by yourself because you need someone who will check you Mm -hmm. when you're like well maybe someday I'll need this well now I just made more room and access to the stuff bowls. that you do use. No, the stuff you gave me. Oh, nice. Yeah, they got, Megan got rid of some stuff, and I took it off her hands, and I love it. Oh, good. So I made some space for it. And anyway, I didn't get to two. I didn't get to the garage like I wanted to, or the pantry. But I told my husband, I'm like, next weekend, this is what we're gonna do. And he's like, I didn't sign up for that. No, <gasps> <gasps> it's a four day weekend. Next week, we can devote one day to cleaning. Yes, the car, right. And the pantry. I Wendy was here last week, and my pantry was a freaking disaster, and I cleaned it out the next day. Mm-hmm. It feels good to walk in there. Yeah. So I got all the laundry done. Mm-hmm. That evening, Saturday night, I ordered food. Sushi. No, no that was Friday. I ordered sushi Friday night, and it didn't hit. I was kind of disappointed by it. Saturday night, I ordered Urban Plates. Oh, yeah. My family hates it. Never wants to order from there. I ordered. It was delicious. Oh, that's fun. And yeah, so... And then Sunday, they were home by noon. So it was a nice couple of days. I was very happy at early in the week, Wendy, who made a list of things that I wanted to do and felt like I completed that list. And I was like, this is what it's like to complete goals. It feels fantastic. Yes. You know, not just like making a to-do list, but like really setting out like, I need to get this project done and then to complete it. Yeah, it feels good. So Megan tells me she wants to do a DIY project. And I just looked at her like... Don't tell me about it yet. Let's keep it for the podcast. All right. So I mentioned that I'm going to make my own dry shampoo. But why? Because it all has like, it's going to give me brain cancer. Not all of it. I I don't have the mental energy. Okay. Let's rewind. A couple months ago, there was an article saying there was a recall on some dry shampoos and they had benzene in them, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. And this was not like a listed ingredient, like independent testing found this ingredient in Mm -hmm. these dry shampoos. And the dry shampoo I use wasn't recalled, but then there was a lot of like, do we know for sure that it doesn't have it in there? And every time I use it, I feel like, am I actively contributing to the early end of my own life Mm -hmm. through my own vanity? Okay. (laughs) But I... I hadn't done anything beyond that. So I got a wild hair and I follow someone on TikTok. The account is Matt Loves Hair. He's a New York City hairstylist. He has long, beautiful hair. Mm -hmm. And he does a lot of like hairstyling tutorials and hair tool and product tutorials. And he one day did this like 
every time I use my DIY dry shampoo, I'm always impressed by it. And then that video went bonkers. And he was like, this is wild because I made this DIY dry shampoo video in July and nobody cared about it. But then I talk about it. Anyway, Mm -hmm. the ingredients in his DIY dry shampoo, there's only two ingredients. It's arrowroot powder, which is like a a cornstarch substitute, basically. Mm -hmm. And the other ingredient is French green clay powder. Okay. You mix these two things in a one-to-one ratio, 50-50 of each. Mm -hmm. And he also recommended a spray bottle that's like a puff spray. Yeah. I would say put that shit in a like salt shaker. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's a powder spray bottle. I bought it on Amazon. All of the supplies cost like under $25 for Uh the three items. And the amount that comes, I think you could fill the bottle several times. I'm willing to try it. I'm okay. Now that you said that it only has two ingredients, right? You'll see it through. I will. It won't be like too overwhelming to be like, oh, I have to make cooking or measuring. However, I know that people have used, hear me out for a second. I know people have used like baby powder for dry shampoo. Now I know you're not going to use baby powder that has talc in it because you can get talc free baby powder. Exactly. So why don't you just do something like that? Yeah, maybe. And I've seen people use like a big fluffy brush to apply dry shampoo if they're using like a powder in a like container. Yes. Yeah. Um, So I might be willing to try it. I don't know. I just, I don't want to get brain cancer from a hair product. Everything causes cancer. I know the poison is in the dose. Yes. I use a lot of dry shampoo. Yeah, but you can and it's cancer from the skin at your head is air. really thin. Oh, please. <laughs> I know. I do a lot of things that are causing cancer in my life, probably at a higher level than like probably burning candles is mm-hmm. polluting my air mm-hmm. and all of these other things that I, I'm not going to stop. I mean, it's pick your poison here. So I just thought. If it makes you feel better, great. And it's not aerosol. And, you know, I feel like when we were kids, remember, everyone was like, aerosol is depleting the ozone Uh layer. And now nobody ever talks about that. Uh And I wonder if that's one of those things we've just, like, given up on. We're like, eh, there's aerosols are the easy way to do certain things. So we're just going to kill. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that's what's happening. And I also don't think that my switching to one non-aerosol product is going to save the environment. Every little bit counts. But it's not going to hurt. I mean, I'm just here playing devil's advocate here. I I support you making your DIY dry shampoo. I'll report back, see okay. how it goes. This, the final item I, arrives today. I expect one for my birthday. Thank you very much. Oh, you want a DIY dry shampoo kit? Yeah. Not to make. No, I want... Oh, you want me to make you one? Yeah, I want a cute little homemade <laughs> gift for my birthday. Put okay. it on your list. I'm adding my list because I got, I got ideas. <laughs> And this is a nice segue into the fact that we are going to talk about our favorite hair tools coming up next. Before we jump into this, I'd like to say that absolutely none of this is sponsored, although you will see a common thread running through these. We bought all of these items ourselves, although if... Any of these brands would like to sponsor, long story short, with Megan and Wendy, we would be thrilled to welcome your sponsorship dollars. Mm-hmm. I also want to explain to maybe the new listener who maybe doesn't know which one of us is Megan and which one oh, of us is Wendy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Me, Wendy, I have short hair. Megan has a long red hair. So now you have a visual. Yeah, look at our little cartoon photo. You can look <laughs> at us on Instagram and see us. But 
when we started our YouTube channel a long time ago, it was a number of years ago, we were spitballing names, what we we're going to call ourselves. And Wendy, this is all via text, back and forth, back and forth. And Wendy's like, what about the long and short of it? I still think it's a good name. I, I do. I do, too. And she's like, you know, because you have long hair and I have short hair. And Wendy swears. I don't remember this conversation at all. That I said that sounded too wangy. You did. Those are <laughs> those were your exact words. I don't remember it. I repeated the conversation more than once because you said it happened and I believe you, but I don't remember it. Yeah. And then long story short, the rest is history. She thought we might pull in the wrong viewers if we had our title be too wangy. News to me, but All right. All right. Tell me the hair dryer you use. Uh, my favorite hair dryer the one i use most days is the infinity pro by con air quick styling salon hair dryer it is orange okay i just looked it up i at one point owned this hair dryer i think i bought it from amazon Uh uh-huh it's 25 dollars on amazon right now right it's a great hair dryer I will tell you, it has 33,000 reviews on Amazon, mm. and it has an average of four and a half stars. So this is a well-loved hair dryer. And it comes with all the, like, attachment stuff to it. Not like the hair wrap Dyson attachment. A diffuser and, like, an angler. I never a use concentrator. Do you ever use I always use, like, the concentrator. Really? Like, yes. I don't. I don't. I don't. Hmm. And then my second favorite is a hand-me-down Dyson Airwrap that Megan gave me. Mm-hmm. And the only attachment I use on that is the round brush. Yes. Especially because the barrel is pretty small. Mm-hmm. And so with my short hair, it makes it real nice and smooth. But it takes longer to dry. So I want to talk about the Dyson Airwrap really quickly while we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. I had it. My mom had it. And I had said, hey, have you tried the Dyson Airwrap? And she was like, yes, and I hate it. Do you want it? And I said, yes, I do. And I brought it home and I put it to the test. I used all the attachments. Do not let social media convince you that this is a tool that you need. I agree. Um, is it fun? Yeah. It does some cool things. But to Wendy's point of liking that small round brush, there are other options like one I'll talk about it in a minute makes a smaller version. I don't think the hair dryer itself, like just to dry your hair, is that great. It takes a long time. Yeah. It has these curling wands and everyone loves the curls they get from the curling wands. I have a lot of hair. It took forever to curl my hair with those curling wands. There is a super learning curve with those curling wands too. I mean, I've tried and I have short hair that would like curl easily with those, but hard to use you gotta hold it at the end it's hard to it use. is hard to use i'm telling you you can mimic that look with yeah. the tools we're sharing with you that you could buy every single one of these tools for less than half of what that thing costs have you seen like the i'm gonna call them bobo dyson era like shark makes one yeah. it's still 300 dollars. Oh, out let me de-influence you this is not a product that you need like don't buy into the hype don't like i I was so taken. When Megan let me use it last summer, I was like, oh, my God, I love this thing. I'm going to buy one. And she's like, don't buy one. Mm -hmm. Here, you can have it. Mm -hmm. I don't love it that much. Mm -mm -mm -mm. So if you really want one, buy a used one somewhere. Just don't. You can recreate the same thing. Well, let me tell you a hairdryer I like. Okay, tell me. And I'm going to sound like I'm contradicting myself. No. I use the original Dyson hairdryer. It's probably seven or eight years old. Mm Mm-hmm. 
It was a gift several years ago. My mom gave my brother's girlfriend and I each one for Christmas, and I was so excited. I have a lot of hair. It takes me a long time to dry my hair. I think it's worth investing a little bit of money maybe into a hairdryer that works really well. However, if this hairdryer dies, there is zero chance I would repurchase it. So I have one as well. Mm -hmm. I got it years ago for a gift. Mm -hmm. Now, this is what I think is different is that our hair is so different from each other. I have very fine, thin hair. And when I use that hairdryer, it makes it like straw. It makes it feel like straw. And I asked my hairdresser about it and she's like, you have to use the attachments with it because it's like putting your head outside of the car window and letting it dry. Like it's just like so much air. Yes. And I do use the attachments. And uh, I just, I don't grab for it. It Even with the attachment, it, I don't like the way it makes my hair feel. Well, I looked it up today because I was curious. It still costs $450. Wow. There's no chance. And I was interested to see what other options were out there. And there are some, I if I were in the market for a new hairdryer, I would religiously read reviews. I would read a ton of reviews. I'd probably buy the one you have, honestly, the $25 one. It's great. But if you feel like... You genuinely need something else. The T3 is nice at about $150. Shark makes a non-air wrap dupe. There's a lot of higher-end hair dryers. I am willing to spend a little bit more if it's going to save me a little time. But again, I use this because I own it and it does the job. Would not repurchase this $450 hair dryer for what it's worth. So I feel like I'm making anti-recommendations. That's okay. (laughs) Let's talk curling irons. So my, the curling iron I use is from Conair. It's the Conair double ceramic. It's available in several sizes. I use the 1.5 inch. They have a one inch and a 0.75 and a 1.25. They all kind of vary. Like they're between $13.99 and $19.99 Mm -hmm. at Target on Amazon. I think I paid $14 for mine. It is a great curling iron. Now this is not a wand. This has a clasp. A clamp. Clamp. Yes. I know Gen Z is like, I don't know how to use a curling iron with a clamp. And I'm like, welcome to 1991 when this is all we had. I don't know how to use a curling wand. They don't work for my hair. Burn my freaking fingers all the time. It doesn't work for your hair? No, I don't. I don't like a curling wand. Interesting. I love this curling iron. Get the size you like for the kind of curls you like. But I just kind of like a loose, wavy curl. Tell me again what the brand is. Conair. Is the rose gold one titanium that I use too? Double ceramic curling iron rose gold. Not the words titanium? That's something different. I don't use. The titanium one is not what I use. It is different then. So we use different ones. So I have two of these curling irons. I Uh have one that is 1.25 and one that is 1.5. When my hair is shorter, I use the 1.25 because... Otherwise, I burn the crap out of my neck. Getting it wrapped around that. (laughs) Yes. Um, So I have both. Uh, My daughter has stolen the 1.25, so I have currently been using the one and a half inch. So Connor makes two styles. They make the double ceramic rose gold, and then they make the Infinity Pro rose gold titanium. Yes. Also very affordable in like the $25 range. I'm very curious. Why do they make the same? It's the same thing. What's the difference between the two? Well, one's ceramic and one's titanium. But who cares? Moving on to flat irons, I do believe we... I use the same exact one that you have, the white one. Okay, so um, 
I use the same double ceramic brand line from Conair. How often do you use a flat iron? Not often. So I don't ever fully straighten my hair out. I don't, I don't like I've that seen it look on me. Yeah. Um, but I get like little curlies around uh-huh. my ears and then what would you call this? Like your hairline? Yes, but like in this specific spot. like By your temples? Yes. My hair has a little bit of wave to it and it will kind of like get a little bend. Uh-huh. So I'll flatten I- I'll flat iron the hair around my face a little Every bit. Every day? No, 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 no. I'm too lazy for that. No. Just sometimes I just try and smooth it out sometimes. Okay. Not every day. Every once in a while I'll get in there. And some days it, I don't need to do it. Mm-hmm. A flat iron is a tool. If I had to get rid of one tool in my arsenal, I would get rid of the flat iron. I use it the least often. Oh. Remember like the early 2000s when everybody was like flat ironing their hair? Yes. And I would just be like, The Bachelor? Is sticking out in my head. I remember watching an episode of The Bachelor and this girl was like flat ironing her hair. And it was just like, uh, I just felt like it was so dry and they were just like making it straight. Yeah. That too much heat. Like this was before like heat protectants were like available on every wide market shelf. Yes. And no. being marketed. Yes. Ugh. Do you, you have a flat iron on your list. Do you often use a flat iron? Sometimes. Do you? Yeah. Sometimes when I. Do you do like a little curl with a flat iron? I can, but I don't usually. I, like that's not something I've ever been able to master. Sometimes when my hair it w- like will shrink up, like I have a real mom haircut and it looks like a football sometimes. So like I flatten it out with okay, a, with a flat iron. But again, this is an under twenty dollar tool. Oh, totally, yeah. super affordable. Talk to me about rollers. <laughs> so I, I have the Conair again. Self grip hair rollers is what they brand themselves as they're oh, vel- they're velcro rel- yes velcro rollers every once in a while i just need a little lift up on top and i just uh-huh. roll that bad boy in there they're great i use those too for the like i have these i wouldn't call them bangs but they at one point these Layers. shorter pieces up uh-huh. front yeah curl those now tell me about your hot rollers <laughs> so i I don't know why you're laughing. I don't. I used to use hot rollers all the time when my hair, they don't work in my hair now. But when I was much younger, I would use a hot roller. Yeah. So growing up, I can vividly remember my mom setting my hair in hot rollers. Like I went to Cotillion as a kid and she would do my hair in hot rollers. And I wanted more of like a curling iron style sausage curl in my hair at that age. I had hot rollers for years and years. Cannot for the life of me. I don't know. I don't own them anymore. Because I'm sure in the 2000s at some point you're like, why the hell do I have these? I don't, I don't roll my hair in hot rollers anymore. And now I want them again. <laughs> I feel like there, there's a hot roller renaissance happening. <laughs> I ordered them. They're arriving today. Uh, they're about $35. Uh, I'm pretty excited to hot roller my hair again. For a long time I had a very small set. There might have been like eight in them and they oh. had the like velvet coating on them do you know what i'm talking yeah. about and and then you would roll them and then pin, oh no these didn't have a pin they had a clamp that you would clamp yes clamp and hold them. i do think clamp is the is that the, the current way of yes still doing it? so i also ordered by the way the conair they're part of their rose gold line oh interesting so it's a real conair situation happening over here oh gosh that's so funny they make great hair tools i did try to use a hot roller Within the last year, I bought them, and then I 
tried to put them in my hair. And when I took them out, I literally looked like the old granny at the hair salon who goes in daily to have her hair set. Weekly to have her hair set. And I returned those immediately. I was like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Like my hair is not long at all. And I was like, what, Wendy? Yeah, I, your hair is not even long enough to get a, in some sections out fully around them. No, only the top here. Yeah. Nothing back here. No. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what was I thinking? Well, one final hair tool, we've talked about it over and over and over, is the Revlon One Step Volumizer. It's mm. the round brush blow dryer. And we have a video on our YouTube channel. When I first started using this, I would dry my whole head of hair with it. I will not do that now. One, it takes too long. Two, I just think it's too hot and damaging to my hair. Mm. I will dry my hair 70, 80% of the way. And if I'm going to use this, I will finish my hair. And what I like about it doing that as compared to just blow drying is my hair feels finished, like styled. Yeah. Because it smooths everything out, turns the ends under. I don't feel like I need to then curl it the way I do when I just straight up blow dry my hair. Right. Gives my hair a little volume. If you are trying to chase that like Dyson Airwrap round brush, they have a new version. The brush is smaller. Oh. The one I have, the brush is huge. Yeah, that's so I someone this, like you it wouldn't work. I have the same one and it makes my it doesn't it doesn't bend the hair at all. It, yes. It makes so it the, straight. The new one is smaller, rounder. You might like it better if you were to ever try it again, but you don't need to because you have the Dyson. This is about a $45 product. Hey. I think it constantly goes on sale, but I like it a lot. And I am not good with like a hair dryer and a round brush. It's not a skill that I have. Uh My hands don't work in partnership that way. Right. So I like this is a single tool. Got it. How about brushes? Well, I only use two brushes. (laughs) The wet brush, Argon Shine Enhancer Paddle Brush is my favorite. Okay. My absolute favorite. It's small. It's comfortable on my head. I have a sensitive scalp. Okay. I love it. I'm a big fan of the wet brush. I have been for many, many, many years. As am I. I was just looking at yours to see what that one looks like. It, I, it's some BS like branding. Like it's supposed to make your hair shinier. I don't yeah, know if it it's a it's a paddle brush. Mm-hmm. I also enjoy a wet brush, but I use... The speed dry detangler version of the wet brush. I have that one too. Which is the vented version. Yeah. Uh, I personally find it the most comfortable. I use the original wet brush, which is like their, you know, small, Mm -hmm. rounded. It's my least favorite of their brushes. The speed dry detangler. My daughter and I both love it. Uh, I do think it helps blow drying your hair because the air goes all the way through the brush instead of getting like trapped up against a paddle. Mm-hmm. But it's my favorite. I love a wet brush. I mean, I think it works for someone like you with who has a lot of hair. Yeah. I'm also a round brush user because mm-hmm. I can round brush my hair and dry it at the same time. You got time. the skills. So I like a 1.7 inch round brush in particular. And the one I'm going to link in our show notes is just from Amazon. It's like a no name brand but i have tried out so many because like i said my scalp is very sensitive and some are too spiky i know what you're talking about so this is i tried out many 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 this is the one i'm currently using and liking quite a bit Hmm. let's talk about hair ties okay you don't use like a standard hair tie i mean i have like a goodie you know ponytail holder yeah for like maybe washing your face or you don't put your hair like your hair short it's not ponytail hair i mean 
like I put the front up like this. It's okay. like I'm washing face or whatever. Yes. Okay. Well, I have tried all the hair ties. I've used a teletie. I've used an Invisibobble. I've used the Gimme. I've used the L. Erickson. And I find there's often a compromise between hold and comfort. If it's going to hold your hair, it's not going to be comfortable. If it's comfortable, it's not going to hold your hair. Mm-hmm. However, I have purchased this brand from Amazon. Um, they're just called Seamless Hair Ties. Like they don't have a brand. They, the pack comes with 100 hair ties. It's currently $5.94. It says they're 50% off at this moment. The price varies. It goes all over the place. I've heard them called hosiery ties too. Like they almost feel like nylons. Yeah. They come in a ton of different colors. I bought the neutral pack, but you can get them in a billion colors. They're very comfortable to wear and they hold my hair. They don't tear your hair taking them out the way some other hair ties do. I like these very much. It's so funny. Like, I would have never given, like, second thought to hair ties. I'm sure this is, like, an ongoing issue for you, right? Yes. It's so funny. Think about it all the time. <laughs> so funny. Uh, the only little, like, hair accessories that I use, I like an alligator clip. For styling? To hold hair up if I'm, like, blow drying it. Yes. Or on, I actually fall to the alligator clip if I'm like washing my face or yeah just dying to get like my bangs out of my face yes. for the day um that's like a professional hair clip yeah just for sectioning your hair off yeah exactly. it out of your face I love them you can get them on Amazon uh and I also just really like s- small claw clips uh-huh it's not like my hair barely like goes back like it's yeah short so it doesn't but anyway I always have these on hand I love a claw clip. I'm glad they're cool again, but I've always loved them for clipping my hair back. I mean, I, I never fully went away from me them. Me neither. I always have used them. Mm-hmm. Were you ever like a barrette wearing uh, teenager? A I little bit. Early 20s. A little bit. Time, so. Yes. But I I prefer a claw clip to mm-hmm. clip my hair back. Did you wear banana clips? I did. Yeah, me too. You when did. my hair was permed, especially. Woo! Uh, what yes. a look. And I remember the, they also had the clips that had like those like stretchy plastic teeth yes that like underneath that would like <laughs> i just saw a tiktok about that exact item the other day kind of like loop underneath your hair and clip it together above. it was like the tiktok was like a, a gin zier like trying it out for the first time and they thought it was like the best invention ever like an anthropological study totally. of early 90s hair tools funny. Um, this next item doesn't really fall into any of the categories, but it is a tool that I use and love, and it is a hair towel. Mm -hmm. Now, I use the brand Aquis, and the Turby Twist is a very popular brand, and it is a hair towel that has, like, a little loop and button closure, Mm -hmm. and whatever material, microfiber that they're made out of helps soak up a lot of water in my hair in the way wrapping my bath towel over my head doesn't do. So that if I put my hair up in this out of the shower, when I go to dry my hair, it has absorbed a lot of water and I'm starting with dry your hair. You should definitely not like start drying sopping wet hair. I was going to ask you, like what's your usual, two questions. Say you get out of the shower. Do you do your makeup and get dressed and all that stuff first before you blow dry your hair or is blow drying the hair the first thing you do? I would... Like, how long is the time be- between you get out of the shower and you start blow-drying your hair? It super varies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's typically, like, at least, like, a 20-minute break in between getting out of the shower and drying my hair. Okay. I want to get some of that water out of it. 
Perfect. And how long does it take for you to blow dry your hair? Under 10 minutes. Oh, really? I expect it to be a lot longer. It used than to that. take forever, but I'm telling you, the Dyson's a fast hair dryer. Mm-hmm. And I get it as dry as I possibly can first. That's so interesting. It takes me like three minutes to blow dry my hair. I used to spend oh, like, 25 done. minutes blow dry my hair. I mean, oh my God, it used to take forever. me forever, but not anymore. That's a wrap on our favorite hair tools. We're going to link all of these. And I'm actually going to create a category in our Amazon storefront with all of these. So they're all going to be in one easy place. You can visit our Amazon storefront to take a look at these. Let's take a quick break and then we'll talk our approved item. We're Sorry. Back with our approved items. And I was just commenting how badly I want this item that Megan is about to share. These are items that we have purchased with our own money, never sponsored, we use, and we love. And since Wendy talked about my product, I'm going to talk about it now, too. It looks high-end. It does. I okay. Know. So my product is the Milani All-Inclusive Eye Palette? Eye, oh, and, cheek eye and Cheek Face Palette. And what I didn't realize... I bought the light to medium version. I didn't even realize that. It also comes in a medium to deep version. It is $14.99. In this palette, it has a matte blush, a shimmery blush, a bronzer, a highlight, two matte eyeshadows, and a shimmer eyeshadow. It is... That's great. The colors are so good. Mm -hmm. On Target right now, it has 227 reviews, and it has 4.6 out of 5 stars, which is huge. I found out about this because someone was showing an hourglass palette that had similar colorways. Mm-hmm. And they and of course that palette's like $90. And they were like, this is they called it a dupe. It's not a direct dupe, but it's giving you that same vibe. Every single color in this palette is wearable to me. There's mm-hmm. not a single item in this palette that it's gonna remain untouched. You could totally travel with it because you wouldn't need an eyeshadow, yeah. a blush, a bronze, totally. a highlight. It is so good. I feel like it's going to go viral on TikTok and then sell out and be hard to yeah, find. Never find it again. So get it now. It is $14.99. It is at Target. It is at Ulta. Buy it. I want it so badly. It's get like it. one of those things where I'm like, okay, wait, do I have time after this and before school pickup to go pick it up? Right? Do uh, a Target pickup so you know it's there. I need dog food too. So, oh. <laughs> you know. Mine is the Elf Dewy Setting Spray. It has a coconut scent to it. It's in a white bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it costs $10, which seems a, kind of a lot for an Elf product. Yeah. But it smells like summer, like I'm spraying it on my face, and I love oh, this it is so different. much. different. Okay. It smells so good. My uh, teenage daughter turned me on to it. Oh. I had a, a, teenage, a teenage friend of hers told her about it, and she told me about it. So I was influenced by two 15-year-olds. It smells so good. I don't know if it gives me any dewiness, but I do like when to use it on days when I'm like, I feel a little bit too powdery, then I just... And you don't find that it breaks down your makeup at all when no, you spray it on? No, not at all. It's got some great reviews, too. It smells so good. I just love the artificial scent of summer. Me, too. Me, too. I'm going to try that out. I need a new setting spray. Okay. 
All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Long Story Short. If you love this podcast, we would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Subscribe so you never miss an episode and follow us on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.